Welcome to another episode of Titanic Minute, your daily podcast where we discuss the movie Titanic Minute by Minute. I'm your co-host Rob, and I'm joined as always by my good friends Shining Joe and Let's Stuff, which you guys aren't going to get. It's just terrible allusions to Shining Star and Let's Groove by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, I thought it was Bowie songs. I thought it was Let's Dance. It's, I'm sorry, guys. But I couldn't think of a Bowie song that was Shining something. Yeah. You're terrible. Uh, we we got a, we got a lot of good stuff for one for for minute one twenty. We got some music videos by Weezer and Oasis. <laughs> oh. But first, the new video from Silverchair. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad you got that reference. I was I was afraid no one was going to get my 120 minutes reference. Yeah, despite not having cable as a lad, I got that one. Uh, in oh, this minute, minute one twenty, we're two hours into this movie. Two uh, friggin' hours. Uh, in this minute, Rose takes the elevator. Um, <laughs> God, <Yep>. man. <laughs> well, she does. I guess. Uh, she's not an Uber person. She likes to use Lyft. Boo. <laughs> this is a sponsor-free week, remember? Oh, okay, so uh, let's start at the beginning. You can, gonna, t- you can tell she's used to Uber because she doesn't tip the guy. Uber's going to hire Lovejoy to break up those unions. <laughs> he'll, be sitting, he'll be sitting in the car with you while you're uh, going. Oh, that'd be awful. Uh, just rolling bullets on the dashboard. Uh, okay, so, uh, so the union busting uh, references on this episode were brought to you today by Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the minute starts with the water is coming in through under the door. Jack is freaking out. He's trying to get out. He's trying to break his hand through the handcuff. Um, we mentioned uh, 127 hours, and I, I just imagine like Rose getting there and Jack's just missing a hand. <laughs> just his hand. The skin has it. been stripped from it. It's like, yeah, I, I'm out. <laughs> He's just in the extremely Daniel Plain, Plainview voice. He just looks up at her. I'm finished. <laughs> <laughs> Chewing through his wrist. Oh, God. Uh, and I I did learn that whenever they flooded an area, when they made this movie, like we mentioned practical effects, they tried to shoot as much as they could right away because they weren't you know really sure how it would look after they drained out the water and then flooded it again. Um, the the actual... go. Uh, the way that they had to film this is insane because this is one giant platform. Yep. It's a, a, uh, 200 by 100 steel hydraulic platform that could be angled and who knows how many shots they did, but after each shot, they had to replace everything, mm-hmm. dry everything out. Yeah. They have <laughs> crew members just go of squeegees and just squeegee the yeah. walls. And I'm sure this is where, uh, Rosa's 20 or uh, Kate's 25 different outfits were utilized but that's I, I'm just thinking what if they just did uh, like uh, on the original Star Trek series whenever they're like oh we've been hit and they just tilt the camera and everyone acts <laughs> everyone acts like they've been hit uh, yeah it's it is it is insane 
like the links they went to <laughs> to to pull all this off. Um, when that water comes in, like when we first see the water creeping in into the um, into the uh, master at arms office, I'm reminded of the time I was in seventh grade and a classmate uh, peed <laughs> herself in front of me. What in the class? Like something happened, and all of a sudden, just like how that big pool just starts rushing everywhere, urine started just like. Well, I'm sure you held handled that with empathy and grace. I yeah. I did not. I laughed really hard. <laughs> oh God, man! Good and work. she ran out of the room. I I have grown up a lot, guys, in that I'm I'm now able to not laugh out loud in moments I shouldn't. When someone has a life-shattering <laughs> embarrassment. Does that include the moment when we saw those guys that flipped their golf cart into a pond? Pretty sure you laughed no. out loud then. <laughs> we should tell that story, Joe. That's a story worth telling. Um, Just uh, a, ve- a very elevated tee box on a par three. And mm-hmm. these idiots are just standing around down there. There's like a, a, a paved trail that went down a hill and then would turn left across the middle of the... There was really no fairway. There base, it basically really was just... You teed off, went yep. down a hill, maybe 105, maybe 110 yards, and then we had onto to a green. We and we're just wait waiting for forever. Move. And finally, we just see them walk up the trail and kind of go behind some trees. And we're like, like out of right. sight. So I guess we're supposed to play through. So we tee off, we hit our balls, and then we get into the golf cart. Were you in the car with me? I was in the cart with you. Yeah. No, 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 no. You were behind I, me, right? I was behind you. So the two loudest laughers happened in two different carts in a row. So, so why don't you explain what you saw when okay. I, from um, behind? Yeah. So we start going down the hill, and we see uh, two guys walking up the hill. And there's one guy that's, for no reason that we could quite understand at this point, soaking wet. And then his right arm was bloodied. Yeah. <laughs> And we and he did just like just like a thousand yard stare from these. Yeah, two guys. I you know I I looked at the guy who's bloody and I instantly was like, well, he's extremely drunk. Yeah, he's just, not feeling any pain. Instantly tell him. And uh, we kind of like go along, and and Joe and uh, and Rob are in the front, and all of a sudden I see them look at something to the side, and Joe, the loudest laugh you could imagine, <laughs> just starts losing it and pointing. <laughs> <laughs> And then our cart, White Wine Tom and I follow up behind, and I look, and there is a golf cart that is flipped over, sinking in the water, much like the great Titanic, (laughs) just barely above the water, um, sinking, and then I lost it. I started laughing, and um, I mean, it was unbelievable. Like, how drunk you have to be to, like, the bridge was like... It wasn't a bridge. You're right. It wasn't. It was just like a little just pathway. a left turn in front of <laughs> in front of wetlands. Flipping a golf cart is impressive in its own right. <laughs> sinking it in the water and there were electric golf carts. Yeah. So um, with uh, the, it was a, I mean, it wasn't a super nice golf course by golf course standards, I guess. But for what we usually play, it was very nice. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there's just iPads hanging from the top of the uh, <laughs> top of the thing. So like, uh, so then uh, we get to the green, and I'm just we're st- I'm just still chuckling, and I'm just so happy. And then some I don't remember whom among us was just like we shouldn't have been laughing at those guys. God, you should you should feel bad. And I'm just like, listen. If you do that, people are going to laugh at you. you. That's just the abs- way it is. You absolutely yeah. should have laughed. And they're trying to make me feel bad. This. And then I turn around, and the people that were behind us just got so sick of waiting 
that they were just like, well, they just skipped us. And when they stopped by the wreck, they got out to take pictures of it. <laughs> so yeah, turns that, out we're not so bad after all. The that is the both of those laughing and taking pictures are the correct thing to do. Yeah. The thing <laughs> neither of us did was say, "Are you okay?" <laughs> well, obviously, he was standing up. Yeah. Lost the use of his right arm, but uh, no. I'm, I'm, I Ac- was hoping that the golf course. T- I asked the when I was still on Facebook. I asked the golf course if they took pictures of the incident and if yes. they could share them. They did not. No respond. response. No. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder was, if there was video. It was an all-time great moment. I mean, that's a moment <sighs> you golf your whole life dreaming of that, and we actually saw it happen. Oh, All right, man. let's go back to Titanic. So we have seen something sink. We have. <laughs> it was incredible, and odds were against it happening. To be honest, we didn't. You know, I thought golf carts would, would be unsinkable, or you would have no reason to put them in the water. <laughs> um, so Rose um, runs to the lift. And tells the elevator... Tells uh, the driver her friends will be right out. Yeah. They just had to go to... They're paying the check. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's like, it's closed. Which, like, that guy's job. Just stand by the lift and tell everyone it's closed. We're sinking. While the um, boat is um, falling We're all going to die, uh, and you can't take the lift right now. <laughs> yeah, this is out... It's a very be. important job. Um, and she pushes him back and tells him, to, you know, to take her down. And she's through being polite... Uh, says the woman who just spit in someone's face uh, <laughs> and who left two or three meals in a huff. Yes, in, in that in that party sub earlier, and uh, and you know he starts you know he brings the lift down, and then we go back to Jack. Just water's just flooding into this thing, uh, and he's trying to you know squeeze his hand through the handcuffs. Um, and then the the lift gets to the floor. Water just rushes in. Like I feel really bad for the elevator operator. Like you're just like, oh my god. And I I don't blame him for just getting out of there. No, uh, he's he's just scared. He doesn't yeah. know what to do. Um, and as uh, as Duff said, like I said, they had this thing on risers. So they're just like <laughs> lowering and raising this and letting water just rush in and squeegeeing the walls. And and finding out for the first time what happens when you submerge a lift partially in water. Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing even that actor had to be like, I like that's probably real life being like, ah, we're going back up. I'm yeah. not waiting down here. Um, you, this is a dumb question, but I doubt that's not the switch he hit isn't actually what brings the lift up and down, right? Like in real life, there's some other. <laughs> that's not like a real working lift. That's just some other thing that's bringing it up and down. I'm assuming from from above, like some crane in the crew or something. I guess maybe. I don't know. Again, this is the type of thing I want from the commentary. Yeah. Um, that is all I have on this minute. Is there anything that you guys want to bring up before we get into uh, casting rumor? Is there anything scarier than when you wonder if a toilet is going to overflow? <laughs> I mean, like, if yes. you're not at your house, like you're somewhere else, makes it worse. Well, just yes, but I, I guess, yeah, anywhere, but... You know, even if you've plunged it and then you look at it, wondering if it's going to go down. I, I remember. Do you have a story, Rob? I have, <laughs> I do. I do. I remember when I, um, where, where I was when I learned about the word turd. <laughs> what? Uh, I was, uh, I have a, a, my aunt Betty, who was very close to, I would go stay with her, uh, at her house like every few weeks. Um, and, I was visiting her and she was trying to uh, change, put a new, uh, put a new uh, toilet seat 
on her toilet and so she's like you know got some tools out and she's working on it, it seems like a pretty simple task yeah but it was just like <laughs> extremely yeah, simple but it was like it must have just been like corroded on there or something so oh, she was like okay yeah like wrenching on it the toilet cracked in half like the whole <laughs> toilet oh just man cracks in half <laughs> breaks off and like cuts her leg like like she oh. was okay but oh, you know like and she's like screams and I run in there and there's my aunt, my my aunt, and there's just a toilet broken in half, water, much like <laughs> oh here, just God. pouring on the floor. And she goes, like, you know, once she realized she was okay, she said, Good thing there wasn't a big old turd in there. <laughs> and I was like, What's a turd? And that's how I learned Man. about the word turds. So that that's mu- memorable. She she must have been pretty strong to put enough tension against that thing to crack the toilet. <laughs> Like, it's like someone just sabered it with like a lightsaber down yeah, the like, middle. Was it a child's plastic toilet? <laughs> no, it was like a full porcelain. I'm just I'm proud, envisioning proud. your Aunt Betty like the Hulk just yeah. trying. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, try- I'm sure I'm sure it was something like that, right? Where you're like, you know, you're trying on something and it's not working, and you're just like, ah, that's it. I'm just giving it hell, and then the whole thing just breaks in half. So uh, that's. Only tangentially related to your question. No, that's that's still good. Casting rumor for Jack Christian Bale. Um, I mentioned that a couple of weeks ago, didn't I? I think that he should have played him. Yeah, I think he did. And he how, uh, how old would he have been? Like 20? uh, twenty three. Twenty three. Twenty three. So it kind of works. I um, I could see it. I could too, uh, for sure. He auditioned, but James Cameron didn't want two British actors playing the lead roles of two Americans. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, I, I mean, it's not a great reason. You've already done it for one of them. Especially like, when at that point no one knew who Kate Winslet was and Christian Bale wasn't a household name. No, I, I agree. I mean, he was in Newsies, obviously, but like he hadn't... This is pre-American Psycho. Yeah, I... I mean, yeah, Christian Bale had been in lots of stuff, but he, you know, he wasn't a, a marquee name. No, no, not at all. Um, so I, I thought mean, that, that argument makes more sense if you have two really famous people playing Americans like, oh, I didn't want to cast uh, Anthony Hopkins and Helen Mirren as Americans because then people would be distracted. Yeah, but I, I, is that a real thing? Like. Do you think that? Like, it's not a thing that really ever goes through my head when I watch a movie. I'm like, it's, oh, you know, that's not an American playing an American. It, I mean, it it really is case by case basis. Sometimes I'll notice, sometimes I won't. One thing I think of is uh, the movie Cloud Atlas, which, okay, which is a bonkers movie, and I kind of like it, but it's not a great movie. Okay. Um. Tom Hanks is really distracting in that movie and he does uh, the whole thing with cloud atlases it's people in different times and whatnot yeah he is he plays a lot of different races and okay it seriously rob it's a but i mean it's the wachowskis yeah and it's a crazy book and it's a crazy movie and i i like it because i have a thing for movies that just you know, swing for the fences, even if it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, but there's, there's actually a couple people in that movie where, uh, Hugh Grant is in that movie. <laughs> and, 
uh, I recall, um, shoot, what's her name? Um, that um, she's she's in all those scenes with um, Tom Hanks, the prostitute he solicited. Oh, Halle Berry. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's uh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> And that kind of comes to mind where there's a lot of actors in that that I like, but I'm very distracted by them in that movie. Yeah, the most there's a lot of people that should not be. That, yeah, there's some some cases where the movie star is the incorrect choice. Yeah, and it's hard it's hard to make generalizations. I think it's a case by case basis because there's a lot of times where, on paper, it shouldn't work, but then it does. Uh, and now I'm trying to think of an example of that. Well, while you're thinking of that, I dug more into this Christian Bale thing because I thought it was interesting because I also agreed uh, he would be very good in it. And uh, apparently Christian Bale has looked at Leonardo DiCaprio as his nemesis. (laughs) And in a book by Bale's former publicist, he talks about how that over the years Christian had lost this boy's life and what's eating Gilbert Grape to DiCaprio. And he had read for the part uh, in Romeo and Juliet, but was told that they had decided to cast an African-American the part instead. That was, uh, well, maybe it's not the Leo character, but uh, Mercutio, what's that name? Mercutio? Yeah, there it is. Um, And then uh, Christian, too, had gone up for the part of Jack Dawson in Titanic, but as I mentioned before, was told that James Cameron didn't want two British lead actors playing the two leads who were both supposed to be American. And then he had a fight off competition with DiCaprio and Ewan McGregor for the lead in American Psycho, a part which he reportedly became obsessed with. Huh. So I guess, I guess this actually makes sense. Hearing about <laughs> Leonardo, I mean, Christian Bale's great in American Psycho. But like knowing what we know about Leonardo DiCaprio later on when he did like Django and stuff like that, yeah, he would have been something else in uh, American Psycho. Yeah, yeah. I and like I really like Christian Bale. Uh, I think he's great. Um, it is weird how like if you were to compare like Christian Bale's filmography with Leonardo DiCaprio, like it's it's not very close, right? Well, uh, I don't know about I, that. I. I'm having trouble picking whose is better. I, I, yeah, guess, I guess it is interesting. Cause I, I guess I'm th- not thinking of like, there's some movies like the fighter where Christian Bale is very good in. he's in the big short. Uh, I guess like recently he's had a really good run to American hustle. I'm not wild about that movie, but he's good in it. Um, and in the prestige as well. Okay. I mean, yeah. a- any of his Nolan movies, any of his Nolan movies, the machinist is super interesting. New world. He's in that. Oh, that's right. Um, uh, oh, th- he's uh, very good in 310 to Yuma. Yep. Yeah, that's an underrated movie, too. Yeah, I guess you're right. Their, compar- their careers are pretty comparable. Which one would you rather have? Uh, Not like which one I, can, you I can answer that in a number of ways, Rob. Well, like, you know. As in Titanic? No, no. I mean, just like. As a part. Uh, as an as an actor, if you were an actor and you could choose which career you had, like the people you work with, you know, popularity, the kind of movies you got to do, like which would uh, you rather? I'll take Leo because I wouldn't want anything at all to do with David O. Russell. <laughs> I oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah for American. Uh, that's fair, but and uh, the fighter. It would be oh, fun. Fighter. It would be fun to be Batman, so I'd probably yeah, that would be cool. But yeah. I also wouldn't want to like die 20 years earlier from gaining and losing weight all the time like that yeah yeah oh man if, if listeners if you've never 
seen The Machinist, you should. You don't have to watch it, but you should. You should Google what Christian well, Bale looks like. And not only that, now he's gained a bunch of weight to play Dick Cheney. Oh yeah, in uh, Backseat, right, or whatever that is. Uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Adam uh, McKay movie. I yeah, but I mean, essentially the same. Th- he's doing the same thing Tom Hanks did, and that Tom Hanks lost a bunch of late weight for Philadelphia. And then he gained a bunch of weight and lost weight for Castaway. And now he's, I don't think he's full-blown diabetic, but they basically told him that he's more or less going to get diabetes. Do you think we'll ever have a DiCaprio, uh, DiCaprio Bale movie? That'd be awesome in a movie together. Uh, I feel like Scorsese could swing that. Yeah, that'd be great. It'd be, it would be uh, Our Generation's Heat. Yeah, I was thinking that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, do let's, that. Let's write some letters and make this happen. Well, do you guys have anything else we can probably close out this week? Yeah, let's close it. All right. Listeners, one last thing you need to do, if you haven't already, titanicminute.com slash newsletter. Sign up for Sinking Feeling. Caroline, Every uh, listen, guys, every week, every Saturday morning, I get that email. That Sinking Feeling has arrived in my inbox. And I see it for the first time as long with everyone else, and I love it. I love Sinking Feeling. I learned so much <laughs> in an email about a podcast I do. <laughs> That's remarkable. That's much more professional. Yeah. Um, so sign up for that. And uh, at that, let's. Uh, we've hit two hours. We'll be back. Uh, we have only, guys, only, oh, my God, 75 of these left. <laughs> There's over an hour left? Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, all right. At least people get more sinking feelings. God, the earth is going to be flooded just like this <laughs> ship by the time we're done with this. <laughs> well, we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye.